Oh, the music is uh, the music ended probably a while ago. Yeah, geez, I wasn't even about forty <laughs> seconds. <ago. laughs> I didn't even notice. We're alive. There's probably people watching, wondering like, where are these guys? Uh. <laughs> There's no music. There's no people. What's happening? This is a terrible production. I gotta get Come it together. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Good. Doing good. 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 How are That's you? awesome. I'm doing great, man. Doing great. I've had a had a very busy day today, and here we are doing a podcast. It's uh. It's about what, 8 10, 8 15 p.m., which is, I think this is the latest podcast I've ever done. Oh. This is the most into the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's when the best things come out, no? Uh, I, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Is that is that how it is for you? Um, well, looking at this room, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. What do you think about this room? Uh, it's like a good good little mushroom trip room. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, that'd be, yeah, I guess that'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Have you ever? I have not. No, no. I have not. No, no, I, I, I'd i like to someday. I'm curious about it, but I have, a, I have a job I need to keep. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, for sure, but... yeah, unfortunately, yeah, there's a, there's random drug testing for most jobs and, uh, which is yeah. pretty sad, right? Yeah, it is because we could be getting hammered right now, and that's okay. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, good but... thing my boss is cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you the boss? So let's do uh, let's do a quick little intro. Give us uh, your names, what you do, let the people know who you are. I'm Jasmine Pando. I'm actually um one of the owners, right? We're co-owners for Iron Dog Gym, a little um a little further east than here. It's it's a little off Yarbrough. Um, we've been open for about three and a half years, and it's not a CrossFit style gym. Um, it's not your typical CrossFit CrossFit gym, um, but you know, getting people in shape and healthy, and you know, it's super important right now with everything's going on. So that's that's what we do for most of our day. Perfect for sure. And Mike, uh, like uh, I run the gym, uh, run our gym, and you know, uh, program our workouts and, uh, and just, you know, try and help our members along, help our athletes along and, you know, just try and be the best, make them be the best of them. You know? Sure. Yes, sir. Perfect. Can you tell us a little bit about your background, both of you, um, like uh, sports wise? Okay. Uh, well with me, shoot. Um, well, I'm, I know it's a long list. Take your time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm 41 years old. Uh, Damn! Yeah, old as shit, right? dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely don't look forty-one. <laughs> yeah, uh, forty-one years old, and uh, shoot, I'm. I've been lifting weights since I was like about twelve years old. Cool. Started getting into it, um, uh, and then you know from there, you know, played a little bit of football. Um, got you know my older brother. Uh, you know, me and him just played football, and then you know he. He definitely took it to the next level. He played in the NFL for 10 years. 
And then um he played uh, for the 49ers? He played with the 49ers. He played with the uh Paul Smith, like, yes, just to yes. let people know. Um yeah, but you know, we don't look alike though. <laughs> <laughs> you don't? Yeah, I haven't seen people, I haven't seen Paul in a while. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people say we do. They get us confused, believe it or not. Yeah, but yeah we look a lot different. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he copied me with the hair though. <laughs> yeah. And then um uh but anyways, uh, you know, he played he played with the Niners, he played uh with the the Lions, he played with the Broncos, he played with the Rams. Uh-huh. So so uh yeah, he he made a stint. And then, uh, you know, a little brother trying to be behind him. You cool. know what I mean? So, um, you know, I played arena football uh, for about five years. Uh, I played with the Lumberjacks and I played with the uh, uh, Memphis Explorers. Uh-huh. And then, um, you know, with this team over here that they had, the Rumble, I, I was out there with them. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was out there with them. And, yeah, so, you know, we got, you know, we played a lot and, um you know, you had mentioned yesterday uh, about the, uh, you know, the head coaches, you know, not 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 coaching the athletes, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, I've been a part of that. And, you know, so that's, that's a, you know, that bad coaching, it, it kind of made, it did make me like, you know, what I am now, just trying to make everything right. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, the right way. So, so yeah. I, I want to ask you a little bit about what that bad coaching was, but uh, if we could real quick, Jasmine, let us know, or not real quick, let us just let us know what you do, your, your sports background. Um, I played sports growing up, uh, you know, basketball, volleyball. I ran track um, towards the end of high school. And then in college, I did uh, do dance for a while. I did dance at, at UTEP. I was a gold digger and also did the dance program, which is more like ballet and Ed Monard and stuff. Um, I didn't start gold digger. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. not something people uh, often no, admit to. Right? Uh, yeah, it was the name of the, the dance team. So I did for a while. I didn't start lifting weights till or get into CrossFit till I was maybe like 20 or 21. Um, I did it for a year. Then I started coaching. I coached for about four years. Um, I was on a, a competitive regionals team. We, we made it out to, to San Antonio. Um, and I, I've just kind of been coaching ever since and then kind of started dabbling in the business side of stuff when, um, when we opened the, the gym. Okay. <clears throat> Very cool. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm getting texts on my computer. It's beeping. I hope I don't know. Sorry about that. I don't know how nah, to turn it. I don't know how to turn it off. I just got this thing. I don't know, <laughs> okay. I don't know how to turn it off. It so uh, people stop texting me till after the show. <laughs> um, what are what are some of the things that uh, that you saw in your years of being an athlete uh, as far as uh, the, the training that that you underwent that you think was done wrong and could have been done differently? You should see my power clean. This is awesome. No, no, but uh, <laughs> no, but you know, you know, the thing is, is like um, I can't knock it, Jamil, because it 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 set like a uh, it set about bad foundation, but it did give me like. Uh, a sense of like how are you I, it did set some groundworks to like you know um of the way i run my gym now as far not the bad coaching you know what i mean yeah. as far as the hard work okay you know what i mean because the you can't get away with the stuff that they did to us now you know what i mean what do you mean like as far as like you know we had uh, i'm not gonna mention no names but we did have like you know our football coaches hitting us 
You know oh really I mean? yeah yeah for sure real old school training yeah real old school you know what i mean but but uh that's that's kind of like my foundation now you know yeah. what I, mean? I i i i just know how to push you mm. know what i mean and we push our our members you know what i mean and the way we run our gym we push yeah you know what i mean but you know and you know 90 90 percent of our members are women you know what i mean and they go they're I need to go tough. work out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should. You should. <laughs> Definitely drop you in. You should. Yeah. yeah, our women are tough. Okay. For sure. And yeah, we have people that come from other gyms. Um, people that come from other gyms that have been working out for a long time. Uh, some some of them new, I guess. But, um, you know, younger people in their 20s, maybe like their 30s, they come and they, they, they walk into this gym of, you know, women who are in their 30s, 40s, some of them in their 50s that have been working out with us for, for a while and they just get their, their butts handed to them. You know what I mean? And they're like, why is this 45-year-old, you know, mom of four yeah, whooping my ass? Yeah, yeah it's, for sure. it's yeah. really amazing to see. But we kind of just uh, instill that that push in them where they, they really, um, you know, we really don't let excuses slide too much. Yeah. Uh, so that's good. Once they get over that where they're like, okay, no excuses and they just kind of uh get better which yeah. is, is ultimately that's, what we, that's what it is we're trying to get them to do yeah that's what it is the thing about your coach is hitting you man that's um i yeah. feel like i feel like training <laughs> i feel like coaching over the years from decades ago was super super tough mm -hmm. yell at your athletes oh yeah talk shit to them oh yeah kick them when For they're sure. down um my way or the highway type yeah. of deal and then over the it years was like, it was like my way or the highway like, yeah, that's what they did 100 yeah yeah well, so it, like, well, people didn't see that he was, <laughs> yeah, yeah the yeah. camera was on me do it again <laughs> it, was, it was like either my way or the highway <laughs> yeah those are two two things yeah I can tell. and and i can i i'm okay with that if the coaching is good yeah if it's if you're pushing your athletes to do better to be the best that they can be, mm -hmm. and they're whining and they're giving you excuses, uh, it, it's okay to push them. For sure. If the training is good, my issue that I see specifically with football, I think football is the number one improperly trained sport in the world. I mean, they they do everything wrong for the most part. I, I, I sure there's a few good teams out there, but I'm with you. for the most part, they train it like an endurance sport. Uh -huh. Right. When I used to go to UTEP and uh, in the summers, I'd go run stadiums. And I'd see the football team out there, you know, big, big guys, football players, obviously they're all pretty big guys and they're running up and down the track mm -hmm. for a whole hour, hour and a half. They're running stadiums. They're doing 40 yard dashes, hundred yard dashes. Mm -hmm. I go there, I run some stadiums, I do some pushups, some calisthenics, whatever. And then I move on with my day and then they're still there running. And I'm sitting there going, what the hell are these people still running for? Yeah. How much do you run in a football game? Mm -hmm. You don't yeah, run yeah, that exactly, much, exactly. right? You do a max effort burst. Eight uh, seconds at a time. Yeah. A, a play is how long? Four to six seconds? No, eight seconds. Eight seconds. Mm -hmm. Is that is that in college? Yeah, that's like that's like the typical, like you know what I mean? The typical work workload. Yeah. Okay. And then per, per play. And then you rest about what 40 seconds roughly yeah. between uh -huh. plays, and then mm -hmm. you do it again. Yes. So so what you have to do is go full force, kick somebody's ass, recover in 40 seconds, and then kick their ass again. Yeah. And then they have them out there running for hours at a time, making them slower, training them like an endurance sport when it's a strength sport. It's a power sport. For sure. And and these athletes can't win any games, and they're wondering why. For sure. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, along that note, you know, um, you know, there's 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 teams that try to implement the like move fast, move fast, move fast. You know what I mean? Get get two groups of like, say, for instance, offense, two, two offensive groups out, in and out, in and out, one play after another. 
You know what I mean? They're trying to they're trying to do that. And and some of the teams are doing a good job with it. You know what I mean? But uh what what the biggest kind of like not not downfall, but like the flaw is like like it's 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 supposed to be a man's game, no? It's supposed to be a power <laughs> sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. so the way they're doing it now is like totally different. Like, like for instance, um, like my brother, you know, I'll bring him into the example because I know him through and through. Sure. You know, um, you know, like for instance, uh, they outlawed that uh, the wedge because of him. What's the wedge? Okay, exactly. You don't even <laughs> hear about it now. I, well, I don't, uh-huh. I don't follow sports. Okay, so, so on special teams, right? Uh, when they do kickoff, right? Um, you know, they have specific wedge busters, right? So what they do, right, when they kick off the ball, they get the three biggest, like, linemen that they have. And, you know, the, the receiving team would, would uh, catch the ball, and then there'll be these three big-ass linemen, right? And they would form a wedge, like mm. a wall. Like to protect them. To protect okay. that, that little re- defender, right? And the wedge busters, exactly how they sound. Supposed to go bust that wedge, sacrifice their body, so... Uh, everybody else can make a play mm. you know so i mean that's the stuff that's illegal now and that play is outlawed yeah yeah they don't they don't they don't allow that no more so Interesting. so if you look at it so this is what happened okay um you know you know just for my brother you know i love him through and through right but that was like one of the scariest things i've ever seen in my life was him running down uh he was playing with uh the rams you can look it up um this is the way i found out about it is um you know i said i was watching the game and all but the next day one of my friends called me from new york he was like yo well uh, is your brother okay right because that hit made the usa uh it was in the usa times right um national newspaper right so what happened um he was playing one of his former on uh because he was playing for the Rams. This is when he was playing for St. Louis and he was they were playing Detroit, right? And uh, you know, a little friendly conversation talking shit, you know what I mean? But my brother's like hands down one of the craziest people I know. You know what I mean? He he's calm now, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, I was gonna say, <laughs> but hands down. He's one of the craziest guys I know. He can still flip the switch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, but he's calm now. I don't I haven't talked to him in a while, like really hung out with him. But anyways, long story short, this guy uh um he gets the smelling salts, right? And, I love those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I see him, he has two of them, right? And you know, he's known, he was known in the league for being one of the best like special teamers out there. You know what I mean? He he was known. You know what I mean? So anyways, they show like, you know, athletes, you know, cameras on them, cameras on them, cameras on them. And, you know, I'm at home. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I should have been at the game. I wanted to be at the game, but long story short, I wasn't there. Right. And I see this guy. They show him real quick, quick, quick glimpse, you know, you know, have all these damn pumping these salts. Right. And and I see him, he throws it like at the team, right? 
And then I'm like, man, this dude he's getting a little, a little hot, you know? <laughs> and um, he knows how to flip a switch, right? I'm sure. And he's, believe it or not, my brother is fucking fast, right? At yeah, I don't, time, th- I don't think he would have played 10 years in the NFL if he wasn't. Yeah, yeah. He's about, at the time, he was about two, 230, 240, mm-hmm. but like faster than all these damn DBs. Yeah, mm-hmm. he can run. Right, so <laughs> they kick the ball off, right? And this dude is hauling ass, like 240. Uh, he can run, has the whole world on his back, seemed like, because he was flying, right? And he hit this dude, right? He uh, The wedge came down. He hit, pow! I could hear that shot through the TV, John Madden was like, holy, you know what I mean? And and he hit this guy. He hit not only him, but it was a guy named Corey Schlesinger, which was a starting fullback for uh, Detroit. So when they hit, he hit hit both of them. So when he hit my brother Bounce, these two dudes, boom. Right? Yeah. So... So anyways, like a bowling ball. Yeah. Long story short, right? They went to commercial, right? And after that, my they show my brother. Um, he gets up, he's laughing, right? And he spits and he's spitting blood. Right? He doesn't have no blood coming down his nose. Right? He's spitting blood, right? The other guy he hit, here comes the ambulance, the 365-pound lineman. Ambulance come out. Right, card him up, brace him, face mask off, cut the jersey, the whole nine. You know what I mean? They stopped the game for this. You know what I mean? And you see my brother just laughing. You know what I mean? They flashed to him. He's like, kind of like laughing, standing up, laughing. You know, I'm like, holy shit. You know, you know, like every time he, you know, kickoff was, you know, my heart would race and stuff. So I was like, okay, next kickoff, he wasn't out there. You know what I mean? The next kickoff, he wasn't out there, you know. So, anyways, I I would talk to him after the game. So after the game, he called me, and I, you know, I heard his voice. I was like, "You okay, man?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm good." He's like, "You see that shit?" I was like, "Yeah, I seen it." I was like, "You okay?" He was like, "Yeah, I'm good." He was like, "But um, I'm seeing a little bit of double vision. Oh, out of my left eye, right?" And then uh, and uh, he was like, "I got to go to the hospital," you know. So, anyways, the next day he had emergency surgery, right? On his eye? Yeah. They had one of these, uh, one of the best uh, plastic surgeons out there in St. Louis. So, what happened was when he hit, your body has a defense mechanism. Instead of your eyeball popping out, your the back of your nose would, there's like a little bone back there. It would collapse. For, for protection for your eyeball popping out. How nice. Yeah, so it cracked. And uh, like that impact, it cracked that. And for a quick second, when he hit, he fractured his skull, right? And then when it went back, it grabbed the muscle of his eye. Uh, wow. Yeah, so which caused like double vision. That's oh, wow. He, yeah, so he had double vision when he looked all the way like extremely right or extremely left. He had double vision out that eye. That is Uh such a weird injury, right? That's such a weird injury. So let me tell you about my brother. So, so four plates in his face, right? 
And, you know, two weeks later, he's out there head hunting again. That's his psycho. Yeah, that's that's my brother. Yeah, he's nuts. (laughs) Jesus, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so he still has plates in his face? Yeah. So, like, if I punch him in the eye, I'm going to break my hand? He might turn into a Terminator. (laughs) I mean, he'll kill me, but. (laughs) Red eye. Yeah. Yeah. Uh For people who don't know what smelling salts are, it's these things. I mean, it's it's exactly what it sounds like. It's these salts that you smell, but they have some kind of chemical compound in them that's really, really uh, irritating, for the lack of a better term, for sure. to your nasal passages, and 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 it makes your eyes water, and it just frankly pisses you off when you mm-hmm. sniff it. Hypes and up. so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hypes you up is a better expression. So you see people in the gym sometimes, powerlifters and strongmen, they get the little can and they're like. <laughs> And then, rah, and then yeah. they get angry, and people are like, "Whoa!" People who don't know, they're like, "What's that guy sniffing over there?" Mm-hmm. It's a smelling salt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The way we used to do it, we used to get like, I don't know, maybe fifteen of them. Oh god! Crack them in a Gatorade bottle. Oh god! Yeah, just drop them in the open ones in uh, a Gatorade bottle. Just pass that bottle around. Yeah, yeah. It it kind of makes you focus, though. Aside from the from the agitation part, it does make you focus. Like it clears your head. Like if you're about to do a set, a max effort deadlift or something like that. And you and you take a little whiff of it, mm-hmm. it it sort of just dials you in. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it 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 shocks you, like it shocks your brain, and you don't really think about all the other nonsense. Other mm-hmm. than the lift you're about. To other do. than just the lift, yeah. yeah. All you see is is what's right in front of you. So I kind of like them, but I worry about the effects of the compounded effects of long term use. I don't know if they're right. healthy to use over yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, I'm not even sure. Because they have. I'm trying to remember what the chemical is that's in smelling salts. I don't remember. Ammonia. Is that what it is? Ammo- ammonia, something else? Uh, I don't know the, the Yeah, you probably exact. shouldn't be smelling too much yeah, ammonia. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, why why do you think that there's such a that that like strength training? I'm talking about max effort strength training is is looked at in football as this thing and and just in the strength world in general ex- with the exception of powerlifters and strongmen mm-hmm. with all coaches they look at strength training as this thing that's dangerous that's going to hurt their athletes they don't do it they avoid it or they don't do enough of it what do you think that comes from I mean, is it just a lack of education yeah I, I think so i think it comes kind of back down to the bad coaching um if you don't know how to correct someone's squat or um, if you're not sure if you know, you can correct someone's deadlift or, and you're, you're allowing them to do max effort improperly, then mm-hmm. that that's definitely going to lead to injury. Yeah, and I think know. that's kind of scary to coaches maybe because then it, it, it does put your player out if, when it comes to sports, I guess. Um, you know, you, you throw it your back, you, you know, hurt something and, and they're out for a little while and maybe mm-hmm. that's why they're not pushing it so much. There are three things when you talk about form, about lifting form, there are three components that uh, that allow one or bring one to have good form when they lift. The first one's technique. That's the most obvious one. That's the for one sure. that everybody talks about, mm-hmm. even though nobody knows what it is. <laughs> That's true. That's- technique, strength, and flexibility. Mm-hmm. And and I think so. So technique is you know, and everybody goes around the gym looking at people and talking shit about their form, right? Yeah, like everybody, yeah, oh, yeah. that guy's got bad form. You say. You say, oh, I, you know, my back hurts. Oh, it's, it's probably your form. You need yeah. better form. Nobody ever talks about strength or mm-hmm. flexibility. And I think strength is a really important one because when it comes to form, once you learn the technique, once you have the technique down, you can't possibly get any better at it. Mm-hmm. Right? Once you learn to deadlift really, really well, you've got the technique down. Yeah. Now the only way that, that your lift is going to get better 
The only way that your form is going to remain intact is by making sure you're strong in the areas that you need to be strong in. And so if somebody is quad dominant and they do a squat, they're, they're going to go forward and they're going to get hurt. Mm -hmm. If somebody is hamstring and glute dominant and they do a squat, they're going to be able to sit back and have, have a more proper lift. And obviously spinal erectors, lower back Mm -hmm. traps, it all plays into the squat, even abs, obliques, Mm -hmm. huge. But just as a, as a general guide, it's like if you see somebody with huge quads and no hamstrings, they're probably going to have problems squatting. Mm-hmm. Right? In the bench press, I don't know anything about Olympic lifts, but I, I, do, I do quite a bit of research on powerlifting. In the bench press, if somebody's got huge chest and not enough triceps, they're probably going to have problems. They're yeah, probably going to yeah, have yeah. pectors and shoulder problems sure. because they're not going to be able to keep the bar in a straight line. They're going to be benching up here like bodybuilders mm-hmm. when they should be benching mm-hmm. with their elbows tucked. Oh. And it's, it's just, it's amazing to me how like people don't consider strength when they're talking about form. They just talk about form and you see these coaches who they have a player doing a lift, uh, and, and they have bad form, Mm -hmm. especially when you get into like the 90% plus range of a one rep max and to correct the form, they want them like, you know, they see you doing a squat and you're not squatting properly Mm -hmm. and they say, Oh, well do more squats. And it's like, but have you thought about maybe that this guy can't do a squat with that weight? properly because he's glute deficient or because his hips aren't flexible enough or his ankles aren't flexible enough yeah that nobody ever looks at at form well i shouldn't say nobody but most coaches don't look at uh, at strength and flexibility when they're trying to correct form yeah so so the problem is is like in high school now i'm just bringing back for high school yeah go for it because college too yeah yeah because you know i was mad strong i'm still mad strong you know what i mean how much you bench uh that's such a bro uh, question i know right, like, <laughs> no like do you, I, I mean do you even bench yeah yeah okay. I, I mean i dabble now and then okay you know okay. what i mean yeah uh, we definitely don't max out yeah anymore. it's not worth it you don't I really don't have a need it. to yeah, there's yeah no, not, there's if, no if, need if you're training for something for powerlifting or if that's like your your ultimate goal definitely but yes for what we we train for it's just kind of like staying yeah. in shell staying in shape staying strong um, you know, keeping the pizza weight off, mm-hmm. all of that. Yeah. Stuff. Uh, yeah. But we're definitely not trying to max out as often as like maybe we we used to. Um, we're not yeah. training for anything specific. Sure, sure. Yeah, like when I when I graduated high school, I had a four hundred five bench. You know what I mean? Damn, so just one rep max. Yeah, one rep max. Okay. Yeah, so I know I know like you know where where you know the strength part comes in. You know what I mean? So so. As far as like, uh, say for instance, I'm bringing up like, you know, old school, like when I was last taught how to live was, which in, you know, when I was in high school, um, we're producing so many kids, you know what I mean? That it's, it's, it was not next to impossible, but, uh, a coach really have to love you to take you in under his wing, you know what I mean? To correct. But does the coach even know? See, oftentimes that's the problem is the coach, the sports coach is the strength coach. Uh, And And the health coach. And everything. Yeah, everything. And the history coach. (laughs) Right. And I think that that's a problem. It's like there should be a guy that teaches technique for for, for the sport. Like if you're a wrestler, you should have a wrestling coach and then you should have a strength coach. Unless you have a guy who's just a badass and that's all he does. Yeah is he, he he does strength training and wrestling and that's his life yeah. and he's super knowledgeable and can coach both yeah. but when you're talking about college teams and, and, and the pros yeah. they just I don't think they have the time yeah, exactly. to be in the gym with the athletes mm-hmm. and on the field exactly that's yeah, definitely exactly. We, we see it a lot with um you know kids who come in um they are they're trying to get better just overall physically fit 
um, and they, you know, strength train at their high school, you know, they, they have the weightlifting classes, um, they come in and they can't do a proper squat. Right. And I think it does come down to that to maybe coaches not knowing, um, okay, so this person's not that great at a squat, but why, like they can't recognize that they're quad dominant and that, yeah. and if they could recognize that they're quad dominant, maybe they don't know exactly how to fix that, what they need to do to help them engage their glutes or, or if they're making that connection, you know, doing a million bad squats is not going to make you better at squatting. Correct. Yeah. If you're already doing it wrong, you're just going to keep doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's like, um, I I watch a lot of Louis Simmons. Do you know who that is? Mm -hmm. So I, 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 most of my, most of the stuff that I talk about, I've watched him so many times that it's almost verbatim to the stuff that he says. Uh, so I I follow Louis Simmons. I watch quite a bit of Ed Cohn, Dave Tate, Laura Phelps. Like these are the, the people that I get most of my information from. And, um, and um, I forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know uh, what, though? <clears throat> I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no, you're good. Up. I was going to make a point about strength, but we'll, we'll get to that. But it, it also takes like um, a person that wants to get better. Oh, sure. Right. Sure. And that's, that's a problem with athletes, yeah. too, especially yeah. in college. They're too busy trying to party mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so basically, I can see like on the other side, you know, we just they just want to like kind of okay, get it through, get it through, get it through. You know what I mean? But yeah. we ran, like I've ran into so many people, Jazz ran into so many people that all, all say that they want to get better. Yes. You know oh, well, I mean? I mean, that's almost everybody. Uh, yeah, yeah. In yeah, every yeah. aspect oh, of yeah. life. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How but, many people you know want to be millionaires, Yeah, but they don't want to work yeah, 40 yeah, hours a week? Exactly. So it <laughs> yeah. also comes down, not to knock bad coaching, but it comes down to that too. Yeah, There's definitely responsibility yeah. on the athletes, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and yeah, I think that's sure. a big struggle in, in, in college because you don't know if these people are actually serious mm-hmm. enough or they're just, they're just trying to get by to get their scholarship and mm-hmm. that type of thing. Yeah. And that's a problem. You're not going to be able to correct those people. Yeah. Um, talking about strength and performance and form and all that, right? Uh, again, I think it's weird that so many coaches avoid doing max effort stuff. Like I remember seeing a video one time with some football player. I don't remember his name. This is years ago when I was in college. So probably like, I don't know, eight, nine years ago. And this, this football player, they just had a clip of him running on the field and just, just knocking people out of his way. I mean, people are just bouncing off him. Mm-hmm. He's super strong, super fast, just, just a great athlete. And he was in the gym. They were talking to his coach and the, and the, the player wants to put more weight on the bar. Mm-hmm. And the coach is like, no, no, no. I told him not to put any more weight. I don't want him to get hurt. This mentality that if you lift more, you're going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that comes from because the stronger you get, the least, the less likely you are to get hurt, right? For like sure. there's a saying, weak right. things break. Mm-hmm. And if you have an athlete who's getting stronger, well, let him get stronger. Yeah. Provided that you're training, that you're programming correctly, right? You can't have That's an athlete yeah. maxing out in the gym all the time and on the field. Uh-huh. And so I think seasons play 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 a part in in sports like like football, like wrestling, things like mixed martial arts. You don't really have a season. Mm-hmm. You just you just fight whenever you get a fight for sure. And so you kind of have to like stay in shape year round, and then you peak for your fights. Uh, but with, with sports, there's this idea that you have an off season, mm-hmm. right? There's a preseason where you get in shape and then there's the in season where you do a lot of drills and, and, and they, I think, I believe most sports in season, they cut back on the strength work, don't they? 
Um, they would die down a little bit, you know what yeah. I mean? Just so, so they'll, they'll be a little bit more fresh to practice and which stuff is, like which that. is fair because your uh -huh. games are max effort for sure. Right. And they're very taxing. So uh -huh. you can't go into the gym and do a max effort deadlift the next day. Yeah. 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 And so you, you do have to, you do have to balance that out. And then there's the off season where the players sit around and get fat and get drunk and uh -huh. don't do anything. That's when like, they should be doing all that shit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh -huh. be getting really strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when the time season rolls around you know you have yeah. that strength to kind of uh -huh. exactly yeah. and that's what you were talking about with personal accountability with yeah. with within the athletes themselves exactly. is they should be they should have the thought of okay season's over mm -hmm. what am i going to do to get ready for the next one yeah. not okay it's off season yeah i'm just gonna gonna get out of shape until exactly. the preseason starts exactly. and the off seasons really when you should be doing your hardest exactly. training exactly. in the gym working your technique doing drills on the field all that stuff because sure. in season you can't be lifting like that For sure and then like like i said that's the way me like we were raised you know what i'm saying you do you do that you know what I mean? You, you you still had a had a tough off season. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. That's when it was like the hardest. Yeah, for sure. Uh huh. Yeah, that that comes from uh, that that block periodization though. Of um, I didn't know what we called it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it was it was do that, do it hard, and that's what worked. Yeah, you know what I mean? For sure. Yeah, block periodization is like you have you have your your training is structured in the blocks, mm -hmm. so you have a strength phase. Uh, a muscle gain phase. I don't know how to say that word. Hyper, whatever. Uh, hi hypertrophy. Is that, yeah. That's that's the word, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hypertrophy. Hypertrophy. hypertrophy? Yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. uh, hypertrophy. You have speed, and then you have I don't know conditioning. So your mm -hmm. training is, is structured in the blocks. And the problem with that, and, and and I mean any any top strength coach would agree that if you train strength for three months and then you stop training strength, mm -hmm. by the time you go back to it, you're going to lose your strength. Yeah. If you train speed for, for a block, and then you go and do something else for two months, by the time you go back, you're slower. Yeah. And so it's, you, you have to, the training has to intertwine uh, to, to, to allow for all types of strength to constantly grow together. Mm -hmm. For sure. Plus the technique and the drills on the field and all yeah, that stuff, yeah. which is difficult. It's difficult to program all that stuff. Yeah, and all that comes with like the extra like, dedication you know that's what right. i'm saying for sure because you know say like you take an athlete they go through practice you know what i mean say they give they're all in practice right okay so how much do you have in your tank you know what i'm saying what would be safe for you you know what i'm saying so it's a lot of programming and like you said like a lot of programming and and like it kind of branches off to the individual too a little mm -hmm. bit too you know say they don't they feel like they can't you know, squat that day, you know, what mm. I mean? because they gassed out in practice, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like kind of balancing out, you know what I mean? It's a definite balance. Being smart about it. Yeah. Being smart. Yeah. Because I wouldn't want my number one athlete, you know, trying to, you know, we got to, we got to win these games. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh-huh. Instead of... In, 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 in what You got to have like, a good weightlifting session. Oh, sure, sure. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, depending on where you are in the season. Yeah, right? yeah Like yeah, if yeah. you're, if you're in the middle of the season then and you just had a tough game and you've got another one in what how, how often are like games in the nfl like you play once, once a week. once a week yeah every so, team gets a bye week yeah okay so once a week that is your max effort so you're probably not going to go do an 800 pound deadlift yeah um three days out of the game and then three days later have another one but yeah, you could sure. you could maintain speed work agility flexibility mm -hmm. yeah, conditioning just, general just conditioning ready for the next game yeah gpp sure. mm -hmm. yeah get them ready for the next game I want to ask you this. How many times 
this is this is something that um, again Louis Simmons talks about a lot. How many times you see people going to college? They're running at a certain speed. Uh-huh. Four years, they do nothing but speed work. They graduate and they're running slower than when they got there. Yeah, um, you know, I definitely think that there's uh, a definite, probably overtraining. Yeah, or not. Okay, so so the way I. The way I think with that. But you, you've seen that happen? Yeah, yeah, for sure. All the time, for right? Sure, yeah. Even though they People do nothing but speed out. work, yeah, yeah, yeah. they get slower. Uh-huh, because they're not hitting anything else that, that would help that. I think, uh, well, I sure. And I think it, what that thing is opinion. that would help that is yeah. getting stronger. They're, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. neglecting the strength exactly, work. Exactly, exactly. And that's another point about strength work, why it's so important. It's like, if you're not getting stronger, you're not going to get any faster. Yeah. Right? There's a thing called the speed barrier where you're going to hit a point. Well, no matter how much speed work you do, mm-hmm. you're just not going to get any faster. Yeah, sure. And people don't understand that. They go, oh, well, you're running, you're running, I don't even know 40-yard times, but you're running whatever, I don't know, five seconds? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's slow. That's pretty slow. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> whatever it is that you're running, we're, try, we're trying to, you know, you're trying to run faster. And so you got to go out there and do more sprints. It's yeah. like, Maybe you need to get stronger. Maybe, maybe that's why Maybe that's why you're not getting make faster. That sprint work. Yeah. yeah, there's um, in, uh, in the science and practice of strength training, there's an example uh, I haven't read that book in years, but basically what it, what it comes down to is basic law of physics, right? If you put, you know, if, if you put a force onto a thing, it's going to put that same force back on you. Mm-hmm. Right. And so if you want to run faster, for instance, the only way to get faster is to put more force into the ground so that the ground puts more force on mm-hmm. you and you can run down the track faster. Sure. And how do you, how do you put, how do you put more force down with every step? You get yeah. stronger, you get stronger on every single step. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And the 40s, I think it's like, yeah, I think the uh, the 40s, like 22 steps, you know what I mean? And, and just breaking down every single step. There's people that break down every single step. Yeah. You know what I mean? When to p- apply here, do that for every single step. So how, what's a, what's a, a time, a 40-yard dash time that qualifies you for the NFL? Uh, it's it, not so much qualifying, you know what I mean? Um, but don't you have to do like, you have to bench 225 X amount of time. Yeah. It's not like they're going to disqualify you. You know what I mean? Because like even some of the best athletes are weak as shit. I bet you they can't even get like 225 up. Oh my God. But they can like even linebackers, you know what I mean? But they can play, you know what I'm saying? So it really doesn't matter. I mean, it matters how, how strong you are, but 